What's good, good people? Let's let's talk. Hey man, I lost my best friend. I lost my best friend. Hey, before we get started, like you guys to click that like, share, and subscribe. You already know what I say. HBO special. Hey man, before we get before I get on the way, man, uh raydeck.com. If you guys are looking for many more military influencers, check out ParadeDeck.com. They talk about similar subjects that I talk about. Maybe like to just to get on there and support, support the team. Just go on out there and check out ParadeDeck.com. Thank you guys for the likes, shares, and the comments. Thank you for sticking it out with me thus far. Hey, I just lost my best friend. I've shared the story about my boy Blue Onyx. Yeah, he's a dog. And I hope it's more than just military personnel just listening to a podcast. Because I, I think, like I said on my last podcast, I think it's more than just military that can grab things from what I say. I'm looking to get some... uh firefighters or police officers on here to get on here and talk to me about their experiences because I think I think the United States you know they need to hear what you go through how you deal with the things that you deal with because you're in a job that has so many variables you don't know what's what so you know I think the people need to get an understanding of what you do and who you become because it's it's quite similar to the military especially if if the military is deployed to another country hey hey yo i lost my boy blue onyx my dog i talked about him on here before i have i shared the story should i share it again should i yeah yeah, I think I should. I think I should. This, this me getting on here is kind of my therapy talking about it. I hope somebody's listening. If you're listening, thank you for listening. You know, I, I, I volunteered. It was a, a school assignment to graduate from one of my classes. I had to volunteer at a place and one of the animal shelters was one of the places that, that I wanted to volunteer. You know, first day of seeing, seeing Onyx, I looked over there. I didn't go towards the cage, but I just looked over there. Next day, you know, I asked the lady about him at the front desk. And they and they were telling me, hey, Onyx can't be adopted because he he's a little aggressive. He bit a couple of the workers there. I shared some of this on one of my previous podcasts. But I think this is a little bit more in depth here. Yeah, he he had a red. The next, you know, I went out there and looked. He had a red sign on that said "bite, bite." So you know what they do with dogs that bite? They eventually put them down if nobody comes to adopt. But I think there were a no-kill shelter. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent certain. But I don't think they keep dogs that bite. I don't think they do. But 
I seen the red tag on there. I sat Bass Cage. He was barking, but he wasn't barking at me. He was barking at the person that was standing a little distance because I sat by the cage. Even though I was by the cage, he was right by, you know, looking at the other person. So I think he seen that I wasn't afraid of. And the next day after that, I, it was a couple of days. I think if I remember right, I, it was about three or four days I kept coming back to his cage before I took him out. And within those three or four days, he'll move back and forth, you know, in his cage, but he'll be barking aggressively. I say, you know what, let me go grab a leash. I grabbed the leash. I went inside the cage. I got him out. But he was like, oh, watch out. Because he was running back and forth. Now, he wasn't going to bite me. I wasn't afraid of him. He let me put the leash on him. He, he, was, he was still barking. And the lady was like, what? So I took him for a walk. He was hesitant, you know. He had to be on the leash for a while. He wanted to kind of go back to his cage. Because I think he's been there for a while. He was about a year and a half. Some somewhere I think he's been here since probably eight months since if if I remember correctly what the lady was telling me he's been there for a while that he belonged to someone that was in the service in the army and they couldn't take him to the next duty station because he was he was he's a blue nose good boy you know people call him bullies now he was a big guy he was he, big old head big old neck big old big old neck. It was like, yeah, I never did really. I never really did measurements. I'm going to say about 21 inches. Around there, probably 24 inch neck. He, he had a huge neck, big old head too. I'm going to put some pictures on there as a thumbnail. But the lady was like, took him for a walk for a couple of days. Then I started giving him treats. So I went, went back inside on one of the days that I took him for a walk, I asked the lady, it's like, hey, is that guy up for adoption? Can I adopt him? He said, like, she was like, no, like I told you before, he's, you know, the fight. I said, no, let me take him home a couple of days, for a couple of times. You know, I come back after after I get done doing my work, then my volunteer work. I get, I take him out the cage, I put him in a car and I bring him back. I did that. I can't remember how long I did that, but I did that for a minute. Then the lady explains to me he had a problem. I'm like, what's this problem that, that he had? He had dermidectic mange. But at that point, he had all of his hair. She was explaining to me during different seasons, it might act up. And like with his young age, it act up and he'll lose his hair. And sometimes it, it gets that aggressive. So we're not pretty sure. We just got his hair back on. He was kind of pink on his belly. I said, you know what? I was looking at him. She asked me, hey, if you, you want to foster, you can go ahead and foster because we can't really fully adopt him out until he's fully cured of what was going on with him at that moment. And she was explaining, hey, it might come back. It's not a for sure thing, it might come back. 
So I give him. He's on his medications. I think every two to three days, I had to give him medications and give him a bath with two different medicated shampoos. So I did that for the first year. I'm going to say the first year of me having <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of work with this guy. A lot of work. At that time, I didn't have to pull out any money out of my pocket because he was a foster. And they were giving me all the meds and the shampoo just to get, just to continue to keep him going. I had to go in there and get him scraped. They scrape his skin and see if the, he had some live, live mange in him. Dermidectin is it's something that a dog gets from the mother during birth. So, from that time of me having him so, uh, so long, after that year, I adopted him. But it was some conditions behind me adopting him. I had to get him fixed because it was it's some type of rule that if you adopt a dog out of that shelter that you had to get him fixed. I said, you know what, no problem. Because chances were you guys are going to put him down anyway. So go ahead and do what you got to do. Mange was clear. We got to clear. I got a $50. I had to pay $50 to adopt him. Even though I've been feeding this joker, <laughs> feeding this joker for over a year now, you know, walking him, getting his, hey, sit, stay stuff in, in, in place. Brought him in the house, had to get him adapted to the two little dogs that I had. He, he didn't have a problem, first off, I think. they the, the little dogs didn't like him. They was chihuahuas. You know how those ankle biters are. Mason and DJ. Mason and DJ. But those that loss wasn't as hard as this loss. Because Onyx, he was a huge part of saving my life. You know, we, us guys, it's a lot of women, they come attached to an animal because to me, he was like my service dog. He'll come up. When he had, when he sensed that I'm feeling bad, and he put his head on me, and then he'll just sit there. He'll just sit there every time he felt me in some type of mood. He'll just sit there, and sometimes he'll stand up and he'll walk towards the door, and he'll look at me. He'll look at the door. He'll look at me. You know, hinting towards, "Hey, man, let's go. You feeling bad? You got to get up, move around." That that was that was him. He was, you know, he'll pant, he'll look at me, move around in the circles. Hey man, you feel bad, we gotta go. So he, he that, that that is one of the individuals that got in my head that never you feeling down and you're in the slumps. You got to get up and get moving. You have something to fight for. But hey, but hey, hey, let me let me backpedal a little bit about this mange that he had. After the adoption, I know I'm, I'm all over the place but I, I needed to drive something to the people about this story, about who this guy was to me. Uh, after, I'm gonna say six or seven months, come time of the, the, the winter, the change in the weather, the mange came back and it came back strong. Strong. Let me. I'm gonna tell you. My, my my man was 15 years old. It came back strong. He lost all of his hair. 
even with me giving him the medication and the baths, I had to come out of pocket for this, this stuff. It wasn't easy. It, it was, it was, he had, <laughs> and this went on season after season for about, I want to say five years until it just rolled over to an allergy problem. The older he got, the more his immune system was kicking in in his body and it was fighting it off. So he had gotten to that point, but this went on for years. He fought for years. First thought when I got him, he had gotten to a car accident and they had, and, they, and the lady was telling me that he had a hard time. They had a hard time bringing him back. They had to do surgery. So Alex was a fighter. He was a fighter. And you know, one thing I say to him is like, hey man, I got you. As long as you fight, I got you. And that's what put me towards the, hey, you gotta keep moving. They say, hey, I'm a, I'm a, he, he, like, in a roundabout way, he telling me, you told me, you got me. And he told me, I got you. You know, dogs can't speak, but you can feel it. You can feel it. He felt when you were feeling bad. If I had company to come over and they felt kind of bad, he'll go sit next, he didn't even know him, he'll go sit next to them. He'll just sit there. Like right, like right by their thigh. He wouldn't expect them to pat him. He wouldn't look at him. He'll just sit there. It's like, like adding comfort. And he was he was a special kind of special kind of guy. My boy Blue. Never really I've only seen him be aggressive a couple of times. And it was towards some sketchy people. Or somebody trying to come in the backyard. Or <laughs> the, the time I locked my keys in the house. Yeah, I'm just sharing stuff, man. I hope y'all follow me. Let's just talk, man. Let's get, let's get on here and talk. Or I locked my keys in the house and <laughs> I came in through the, the, the window through the back through the back back of the house. Oh my God, I thought that guy was gonna rip my head off. He was very aggressive until his, his you know, his eye, his eyes changed until he realized he's like I seen the anger in his face I'm like hold on big guy scale back it's me and it took me about 60 60 seconds like a minute to get him to realize that it was me because he was about to he was about to tear my damn head off hey man listen the story that I, I just shared with you guys. from what Onyx instilled in me. He was a pup that saved me. He got me to realize that whenever you feel a particular type of way, you have to get up and move. Get up and move around. It's not necessarily gonna cure you. Cause during the, 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 the last years of his life, the, that dermodactic came back. He didn't lose his hair or anything, but he was having skin problems. He was an old guy. He fought and he, he, he continued to fight until the day that he passed. And that was, you know, signs that he's telling me, hey man, keep going. Don't give up. You don't have to stop. 
because of you have dermidectin veins, you don't have to stop. You know, that look, they keep moving. Doesn't necessarily say you healed. It don't. It's following. It don't. It, it's, you're not healed. You're still going to deal with these things. But how do you deal with these things? How do you cope? Some people can't be around people for a long stand of the time, and I understand that. I really do. Some people just like their space, and they're and they're comfortable with that. I can't say you're wrong. I can't. I'm, I'm nobody to sit back and say that you're wrong for feeling the way that you feel. One thing I can sit back and say, when you get the feeling down or in the smoke, make a move on something. Something. Do something constructive. For a lot of vets, it's playing video games. I can't hate you for that. A lot of people might say something about it, but if that's what takes your mind off of things that took place or keeps you in the steady grind of being you or just it just escaping from reality because for a lot of a lot of part I, I might play a game probably once or twice a week it just takes me away from reality because of the variables that that individuals deal with on day to day basis i'm just rambling just talking just following if you ever feel down man down and out you have to have somebody if it's a human it's a human if it's a cat, it's a cat. If it's a dog, okay, I got you. Know a bird that that gives you something to let you know, you know those signs to keep moving. Don't stop moving. The fight is always worth fighting for, whatever that fight is. I'm a little bit choked up. I can't. I can't lie to you. I'm still dealing with this guy's, this guy's missing. I can't. But every time I see his face in my head, keep moving. He's still alive. Keep moving. That that death that we dealt with from Iraq, that losing that friend from Iraq. They're still alive. Keep moving. Remember, remember them with a smile. Keep moving. Keep moving. I have a leash that I have. I'm about to close out. I think I went over my time. I have a leash that I had that, that he used to wear. It's camouflage. And when I go for my walks now, it's not been long since he passed. When I go for my walks, put that leash around across my body. If I'm walking, he's walking with me. And that's the mindset that I have to have when I deal with, with certain things, even from the, the, the friends that I've lost in Iraq. If I'm walking, they're walking with me. I'm walking. He's walking with me. It's like the quote from Angelo. I come with one, but I stand as 10,000. And part of those individuals that help mold and build me, they're walking with me daily. Time goes by so fast. 
and the friends have sometimes leave. But it doesn't mean you stop loving them. Just keep moving. Just remember that with you. Just remember that. Hey man, that's let's talk. Who's up next? Formation. Out. Thank you.